0: Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months, all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.
1: Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now.
0: If you think about my cornbread and get the taste out your mouth, that's for damn sure. Now fuck him, fuck that, cause I'm from New York City, god damn it Nobody
2: take no wrong risk for me and that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers gonna try some shit You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions Hater's going to hate. And Ainer's going to ain't. All right, y'all. What's good? What's good? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here. Yes, sir. Welcome to an episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, Make sure you guys follow us on our social media. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And you could um, check out our Facebook page and also our YouTube channel as well. Uh, We got a special guest in the building. Uh, goes by the name of Ben Sutter the uh, Third, aka BS3. He is the founder and CEO of BS3 Radio. Uh, ben, what's good, man? What's going on? Hey, what's good? What's good? Glad to be here to, to uh, chop it up with y'all.
1: Yes, no sir. Doubt, yes, no sir. doubt. No
2: doubt. So, um, let, let, let's start off with this man. Um, tell us about what you got going on currently with uh, BS3 Radio. I know you got the music thing going, and you got the sports division going as well. So, let us know what's you know going on currently. Yeah. So, man,
0: we got a variety of shows. We're doing sports. We're doing uh, society and culture. We're doing relationships, uh, music. I mean, we got really some of everything um and i've I pretty much moved over to just doing like live streaming um you know through StreamYard now so i'm not i'm doing less podcasting but uh we got a lot of great shows man my parents are on there uh they they got a show that they do um but yeah it's, it's just a wide variety i didn't, I didn't want to just focus mainly on sports i wanted to kind of do some of everything
1: becoming a network yeah exactly respect respect um what, what, what's the show about your parents if you don't mind yeah, so it's called
0: uh, Suds or Us podcast. It talks about uh, family, love, marriage, relationships. Uh, kind of over this past month, they've been doing um, black history. So, you know, talking about some black inventors. So they're I mean, they, uh, this kind of where I got, you know, the passion of, of doing this from,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: but they really just got into it probably late last year. So dope. yeah, they're kicking it off.
1: Dope, dope, dope. That's
2: what's up. That's what's up. So I I wanted to get into this because you root for the teams down in Dallas. So it's the Cowboys, the Mavericks, uh, Rangers, and the Tar Heels. But I wanted to touch on the Cowboys for a minute here. And the biggest news is Dak Prescott is currently rehabbing. He looks good. Uh, He still don't have a contract though, which kind of annoys us over here on the podcast, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on um, Dak Prescott and the contract situation and where do you think, or how do you think this is going to end up in the long run? Yeah, um, I think it'll be a Dallas Cowboy. Um,
0: One thing I've learned is that Jerry and this whole organization does not like change. They will hold on to somebody until they're 90 years old, just to say that they held on to the person. So I think uh, they'll get this all worked out. I think it's I think it's a year's kind of a year situation. Dak wants a shorter deal. The Cowboys want a longer deal. Plus, the money the money is tied up right now because when you look at the what last year was, and now they're going into this year with the salary cap. I think that's a major part of it too. And they're probably going to have to you know some cap casualties. They're going to figure out who they're going to cut. But I think he'll be on the team. I think he'll be starting week one. I think he'll be on the team long-term because they already know what, what he gives them. And last year when you had uh, Andy Dalton in there, you could see that that uh, Dak was covering up a whole bunch of holes, especially the offensive line.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, So you think he's going to be a Cowboy long-term. Um, is he going to be the second highest paid quarterback in the league? I would say yes. Yeah. Do, do, I think he should be honestly no
0: but it's the market like mm-hmm. that, that that's the way it is it's not it's not about what uh, how much they they are actually worth or how much they should be getting paid it's the market and if you're his agent you going to say give me the market value and that's you know that's what you got to you got to do if you're in that position
1: yeah i agree i agree and um you know i'd be honest with you i think he deserved the money i think he i mean he he just means he means too much to the team he means too much to the team um he's a i mean not last year but not last year obviously but the year before i mean he was i mean i know well let me say this last year statistically it was probably a little bit more about garbage time than anything um (laughs) he was looking like one of those one of those dudes but the year before that i mean uh there were there were small speculations about uh, or small conversations about him possibly being an mvp candidate I, i i think I, I think he ball. I think he ball. I, I I don't. I think he deserves the money that he's about to get. If it's emphatically, um, you know, a step under uh, Patrick Mahomes' money in that market, I think he deserves every penny. Yeah, I agree. I
0: I wouldn't give him Patrick Mahomes' money. Um, I think what uh, Russ has got thirty five. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can put him. I, I would have want to put him right below that, but uh, I think they're going to get the deal done. I mean, they they're not one of those that's going to run out and draft a quarterback in
2: the first round I, I highly doubt it.
0: That's for um, perspective
2: though. He led the league in passing yards right before he got hurt and even maybe 2 or 3 weeks after that he was still leading the league in passing yards. That's yeah. how good Dak Prescott was.
1: Yeah, I, I see I disagree. I mean that that was a little that was a little garbage time. A lot of that was a lot of that I agree was with you it was okay. garbage time. All right, well, like, yeah. So I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna like stamp some, him right there.
0: Some some of that was coming back.
1: Uh, obviously, a lot of that was
0: coming back. Mm-hmm. A lot of that they were down going yep. into the into the second half, and he had to throw. He had no mm-hmm. choice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, but there's guys that are that are in that situation that have been down by a few scores and haven't been able to, you know, pull off comebacks like that. Dak Prescott, um, the the comeback against the Falcons, and I get it was the Falcons, but <laughs> I mean, against that team, against Cleveland, even though they lost that game. But, I mean, he, he was racking up yards. There's yeah. not a lot of guys that can do that, you know, in garbage time.
0: And, and he was spreading the ball around. I mean, people think he just threw it to Amari, you know. He threw it to Gallup. Gallup uh, also, yeah. C.D. Lamb C.D. Lamb coming in there was major. Uh, and he was giving some to the tight end. So, like, to me, that that shows a good, a good quarterback where you can throw it to multiple people and not just one guy.
1: Yeah, he's definitely... Um that kind of he's that kind of quarterback um he should be in the field with right with Deshaun Watson right with Patrick Mahomes um and obviously the contract Lamar Jackson is going to get soon um he he should be right he should be right up there with them yeah
0: now the difference just to add on the difference between this I think situation and past years is that you got Deshaun Watson who's trying to get out you got this whole Russell Wilson situation I don't really know what's Going on here, he's trying to get out. So I mean, you might it might be a lot of moving pieces, Um, and I don't know what I would, you know if, if the Cowboys are interested in either one
1: of those too. How you feel about the Russell Wilson possibly going to Dallas? You you with that? I, I would I would assume though. Uh, I would say yeah, if yeah. he wants to come here,
0: if there's a deal we can work that does not include giving up that first round pick, which mm-hmm. I'm sure without the to B to get Russ, but if you could work it out without giving up that first round pick. Um, I would say do it, but I think really? you gotta you gotta then know that you're you're done with Dak. Like you can't you can't bring Russ in and then have Dak sitting over here too. That's, that's oh yeah, that's work. definitely so, not gonna work. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean like you, yeah. if they're all in, um, I I wouldn't mind it. I mean he's got the skill and everything.
1: So you would so, prefer? I mean, which I'm sorry, Trey. Would you prefer? You prefer? You know? Um, I and obviously I think right now Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, but Dak is younger. Uh, Dak is in the system already and flourishing yeah. in the system. Um, you would still, you would still rather have Russell Wilson in them circumstances. Well, when you put it that way, I would say Dak.
0: Then, I yeah. mean, now, but I think if you know, if you're at this crossword and you know Dak isn't going to sign, you know this is, you know, it's broken or fractured. Right. Uh, then I would say, you know, you go to Russell. Right? Which, which, I'm with you. Yeah,
2: because I, I, I mentioned that uh, yesterday on the show that they're trying to give him five years. And Dak wants four years. And I believe the reason for that is because after that fourth year, there's an expectancy that this cap is gonna go up. Yeah. And I think that's smart on his part to you know have himself set up for that moment. Um but I, I wanted to get your thoughts on his defense, man, because um they like underachieved like crazy. And I get it was the defensive coordinator's fault. Like Mike Nolan, um, the last stop I heard before he got to the Cowboys was when he was with the Niners and this was almost 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So what do you feel about this defense, man? Can this defense get back to what it was the prior year?
0: Yeah, I think they can. Um, I think we've seen a lot of young talent with uh, Trayvon Diggs. I'm excited about him. Um, I think we do miss Byron Jones. Byron Jones was on the mm-hmm. team last year. I mean, he wasn't one of those guys that's going to get you nine picks, but he he was he was locking down his side, and they weren't getting the you know not getting the ball you know to his side until that wide receiver he was covering. So I, I think they can get better. I think we you know we love reclamation projects. So you look at Jalen Smith, yep. who had you know one and a half probably good years, and then they gave him his contract. Got mm-hmm. as who, who's got neck issues, which we all knew that from the jump when he got drafted. Right, uh the corners uh aren't aren't great, and, and the secondary as a whole isn't great. And the D line was supposed to be like the shining spot, which they did have some moments. But if you look at the collective year as a whole, the, the whole defense was a was a failure. So I'm not even, I'm not even going to put it all on Nolan because, I mean, like you got to you got to make the play in front of you. If you're making bad angles. That's not on Mike Nolan, even mm-hmm. though he's, it's going to fall back on him because he's the, the the D coordinator. But yeah, I think they'll get. I think they can get back to it. Um, I think they just they they gotta they gotta figure out
1: what what works because last year did not work. In your mind, so in your mind, it's uh, system. Is it sit more? Was it more system last year, or was it more just bad play? I think it was more just bad play. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not being able to make plays, and
0: I maybe you don't have the right personnel out there. Like uh, yeah. I think we you gotta like really look in the mirror and see that we do we fumble on, on a bunch of these guys, which could be the
1: possibility. Yeah, like, like Don Terry Poe for for example. Yeah. Um uh bright spots in the defense in your in your mind. Yeah, Traylon Diggs,
0: mm-hmm. uh for sure. Um I would definitely also go with Alden Smith, man, which the guy hadn't played in what five three or five years or something like that This come mm-hmm. in. Um so I would definitely say him. Um and that's Probably the only two that I could really say, oh, Donovan Wilson, uh, the safety. Okay. Uh, This is his second or third
1: year. So I would kind of get him some bright spots, and uh, we'll we'll see. The guy who stuck out to me, um, and I got a Dallas Cowboy fan who was constantly in my ear during the football season, (laughs) constantly. But uh, this person stuck out to me when – you guys played uh, when we went over to you guys' uh home in Pittsburgh, obviously, my team, uh went over and played you guys. Uh 96 Gallimore popped yeah. off that screen that um how you feel about Gallimore?
0: I think he's good. Uh, mm-hmm. from Oklahoma. I mean that you know they they bring in those those big uh, D tackles, and so I think he'll be better this this upcoming year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. I tried to give the defense a little bit of bail early on in the season. They, they, they played some pretty good offenses in Cleveland and Atlanta and then that Giants game, bro. Um, the Giants had one of the worst offenses in the league <laughs> last year and they gave up 30 plus to that team. Yeah. At that the, the point, running, it was just like, it's official. This, this defense is just bad. Yeah. The,
0: the running joke was, I said, every single week, if you play in fantasy, or daily fantasy start the running back that's going against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So they're, gonna, they're gonna probably get eighty to hundred
2: yards, and it was it was like that every week. I mean, that was that was hard to watch. Your prediction does get Dak get a long term deal before the season starts?
0: Before the season starts, I would say no. I think they're 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 coming towards another another franchise tag, which I hate that for him. Wow, because mm-hmm. the injury, like say that injury didn't go well and he's not rehabbing well. I mean, yeah. he could be, uh, he could be nowhere right now. I mean, not even looking at signing with a team.
1: I'm gonna tell you straight up, I feel like if they give him a franchise tag, I would. If I were in his shoes, I'm sitting out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's
0: out. yeah, I think that's smart. But if you look at the blueprint of the guys that sit out, mm-hmm. like now obviously Le'Veon Bell ended up being in the Super Bowl, but it mm-hmm. was a long road from that from that point. The other guy, I think the other guy was Cam Chancellor that did it, you know, a few years back. And he, he you know, he ended up retiring. So, I mean, he, I, I trust, I, I think Dak is one of those, one of those guys that will make the best sound decision. Uh, he seems like that type of person. And right. I think
2: I think he's going to show up even with a franchise tag. He just seems like that type of guy. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. All right, man, let's uh, switch over to the NBA real quick and talk about your Dallas Mavericks who right now have been disappointing, uh, to say the least. Uh, you got Kristaps Porzingis coming off of the injury and not really um, playing up to a certain potential. And Luca's Luca. I mean, Luca's gonna average close to a triple double every night. Right. Um, what What are your feelings about this team, and what do you think about all these rumors that they're shopping Kristaps Porzingis to go elsewhere?
0: Yeah, um I, I am disappointed. I was expecting definitely better than five hundred. I think yeah. they're one game mm-hmm. above or below five hundred. They're playing tonight against OKC. But yeah, I, I'm I was expecting a lot more, especially when you look at that playoff run. Mm, um, right. now they ain't end up beating the Clippers, but to push the Clippers to that brink. Now obviously the Clippers were just not there. So I, I don't know if it really mattered. But um yeah, I was I was I'm disappointed. I was expecting a lot more. Um, the fact that there that there's rumors of them shopping for Zingas to me was just saying that that was a failed trade. And I wish I, I was thinking, OK, you're going to get this 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 guy that's seven foot tall, can't really play down low. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 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 like a ver- another version of of Dirk somewhat uh, besides, you know, the, the injuries. And then he had the meniscus last year. So it, it's. It's like, where do you go from here? You, you mm. just sign this guy to a massive deal. Right. Like whatever you do trade him for, you're not going to get back exactly what you paid What you paid him. So yeah. I, I would say keep the guy and try to, you know, I would say you're going to have to get better in the draft. Try to make a trade. Maybe if you package uh, a pick. I know we got Josh Richardson, which I was expecting a lot from him. And I think, too, COVID, uh, COVID has torn up a lot of different teams, mm. ours particular, too. Yeah. So maybe this second half they can possibly, you know, put something together. I, I just don't think they have enough though. It just every every night it's Luca, and everybody else I mean, mm-hmm. you can't win like that. And then when you do have Porzingis, offensively, yeah, he's going to give you that. But defensively, it's he's a liability. So I mean, you got to gonna have to get something defensively to be able to run. And the fact is, this is the the, the Western Conference with the Lakers and the Clippers. And, and with and with Portland and with Utah and yeah. with Denver, so I mean yeah. like they're not winning anything anyway. I'm not I'm not one of those fans. that's like oh they could go all the way. I'm they're not they're not winning anything uh, in the next probably couple of years. But yeah. they'll they'll be com- competitive and fun to watch.
2: At least they got that playing situation where the nine and the ten seed could compete to at least you know make it yeah. to the first round of the playoffs. Yeah,
0: and I, and that's that's the thing when uh, you know when you're a fan, you know you're not gonna win a championship every year. Yeah, but you do you want to be in the middle, or do you just want to be horrible? and horrible, get, right? Go from the ground up. Yeah. We we just been in the middle, you know, since since twenty eleven, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I was gonna
2: say since the title run, yeah,
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah. You got anything, Maestro?
1: I'm um, on the Mavericks Nah, I mean, I I will say this. Um, I like you. I had higher hopes. I mean, I I had them as a third seed before when the season started. I thought they were going to. They could have been. They could be that good. And I guess the season isn't over. But I mean, if you're looking at the standings right now, and you're looking at the teams in the Western Conference, um, it's not looking good for my prediction. Yeah, and
0: I think with Porzingis, I think he gets uh, he gets a little a little stuck in his head sometimes. And if you if you're talking about trading him, his response was, you know, it is what it is. You know, eventually, I, I think he's just one of those guys to end up checking out or not really going to give you know all the effort because like y'all don't, y'all really want me anyway. So, like, it, it's, it it can get bad if, uh, if they're still shopping him and the deal doesn't get done. Yeah. So,
2: Ben, I'm a Knicks fan, and I've had friends and people who are also Knicks fans, you know, back when that trade happened, tell me that, you know, the Knicks messed up. They should have, you know, kept on to him. But the reality was, was that he and his brother, who I guess was representing him at the time, they didn't want to play for the Knicks. So... In that situation, you just had to do what you got to do, get draft picks and and trade them off. And right now, it's looking good for my Knicks at this point.
1: Yeah, he just tried to find a way to rub in that his <laughs> Knicks was doing good right now, and the nigga think he's slick. And he, he, he I, y'all won. Yeah, I mean, y'all,
0: it's looking right now like y'all won the trade. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Don't
2: try to don't try to. He steal tried my to my joy, find man.
1: some way to slide <laughs> that in. Don't, the don't head try spirit. to steal my joy. I'm surprised I've, I've, I've
2: suffered for 20 years, bruh. Like the fact that the Knicks are at 500 and it's March 3rd, like when's the last time that that's happened to this team? Like I'm, I'm going to enjoy every minute. Of if we end up 500 and we miss the playoff somehow, then so be it. I'll at least I'll know that this team improved under Tom Thibodeau. We got some really good players, some young players, and I, I, I just can't wait to see, you know, how high of a ceiling this team can go.
0: Yeah, let me, let me, let me ask you this real quick. When, when Katie and Kyrie, when mm-hmm. that rumor was swirling around, and then I, and I, I want to ask you, like past years, were you thinking that that big fish was going to come there?
2: Um, I wanted Kevin Durant. Me and Maestro, we, we disagree on this, but I wanted Kevin Durant. And right when he tore his Achilles in the playoffs a couple of years ago, at that point I was like, ooh, like that, that, that's not good. And, you know, the history of players that tall that come off of those types of injuries is, was not very good. So in my mind, it was like, okay, I think the Knicks just need to just, you know, stay the course Keep the draft picks, and even though KD was a free agent, and you know the Knicks had money, um, in New York, the optics would have been that um, the Knicks made the wrong decision by signing a, a superstar, nonetheless, but a superstar coming off of an injury that was not going to play that particular year. Um, so I was of the approval that hey, if you don't get KD, you don't get Kyrie. A hey, that that's cool. Give the Nets props. You know, um, we'll we'll just keep on, you know, keep on doing what we're doing. You know, drafting the top five. I think, you know, we've been doing that for like feels like six years now. Um, but right now it seems like we got some good players. I like Emmanuel Quigley, um, a point guard that and we've been, you know, dying for a point guard forever. Um, you know, I like RJ Barrett. Um, You know, these guys are young. You know, these guys got a ceiling. Um, You got to give them some time, man. Yeah, they got to develop.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) 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 that's nice. That's great. And it's not that you're wrong in your assessment, but KD right now with the Knicks as opposed to the Nets, you're looking at a possible championship team, and you're just not looking at a possible championship team with the Knicks right now, and you are with the Nets. Right. So the, pr-
2: the problem is, is that the Knicks weren't attractive. And, and and I think that's well known around the league. Players don't want to come play for the Knicks if you're a superstar.
1: I think I think I think what what it is with that and Katie been saying it since he's been with Brooklyn. Yep. I never wanted to play with the Knicks. I don't know where the stories <laughs> came from. I don't know who or why. People have been saying it or who spread the rumor, but I never wanted to play with the Knicks. I was never going to the Knicks. And I think that's what's key right there. I was never going to the Knicks. Right. So for y'all to be spreading the rumors, for all this hoopla that y'all was starting and um, all those things, it was it was a, a useless conversation
2: because I was never coming to the Knicks. And And he even said in an interview that the Brooklyn Nets are a cooler franchise. And when you sit back and think about it... I agree, by the way. Think about... And I agree, too. Mm -hmm. Think about all the nights that the Nets have Biggie Night. You know, they pay homage to, you know, B.I.G., rest in peace. You know, look at their logos. Look at their um, floors. Like, they they change the floors up, like, all the time. Like, the Knicks don't do any of that stuff. The Knicks don't pay homage to... You know, rappers in the city—they—they they don't do none of that stuff. The I Brooklyn mean, Nets do that. It's, I mean,
1: it's,
0: it's historic. I mean, the Knicks are like, the Knicks are, are, are one of those historic teams, and that, that's what they just been riding on for the longest. Yeah, right. and I, and I think right. too, they're always going to be tied to to the top player because they're the Knicks. They're in New York. Whether yeah. the player likes it or not, whether the organization likes it or not, every single time there's a free agent, the the story the next day is. Will he go to Will he go to the Knicks? It, it's just right. It's right. It's just one of those storylines that will just continue to happen. I,
2: I think no matter what. How much yeah. do you think the ownership has to do with the Knicks being unattractable? Uh, I think that's yeah. I think that's a part of it.
0: I mean, like you got in the background the, the the free Oakley, like like you know yeah. Um, just the the way that the organization hasn't been above average, it could be you could draw that same parallel to the Cowboys, like the ownership. I mean that that's the only that's the only constant thing. Mm-hmm. And that and that's uh, I think that's a, a major
2: major point. <laughs> it's funny that's funny you said that Ben cuz uh Maestro, you you'll get a kick out of this one. I I just so happened to be looking through some files the other day and I and uh, I having a discussion about um LeBron possibly going to New York and what would be a bigger um deal for his legacy. And I remember you brought up the comparison that the Knicks are like the Dallas Cowboys in a sense that they're one—they're two of the top valuable franchises in all the sports, and yet they don't win anything. They haven't won championships for so many years now. Yeah. So it, it, it's funny Ben mentioned that, but I—I I, I just happened to look at that video, and I think we had that debate like what two years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know yeah. if you remember that, but I'm vaguely—you
1: know—I I talk a lot That's- of shit. <laughs> and and the most profitable
0: every yeah. single time that forbes story comes out it's, it's the knicks the cowboys and then yep the
2: the yankees knicks. too they did yeah. but at least the yankees win so <laughs> yeah yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh you got anything maestro um
1: well if if i mean if we're going to sit here and talk about current events um uh, I saw something interesting, uh, on social media and, um, on YouTube, uh, like literally five minutes before we came on. Um, so if I can go to Pittsburgh Steelers world for a second, Ben, I'd love to get your opinion on, um, the, the kind of tongue lashing that Mike Tomlin caught from, uh, Shannon and, uh, Skip Bayless the other day about, uh, I guess in some type of an interview or whatever, Mike Tomlin uh, basically spoke about uh, Eric, Eric Bieniemy not being hired as a head coach yet and that, you know, he can't understand why that's not the case. And um, short and, you know, the long story short, Shannon Sharp was like, well, uh, he hasn't, you haven't hired a black coach your entire tenure here. So uh, low key, you are a part of the problem. And it was on my mind. And I was trying to find a way to slide it in here because, as much as I want to defend my coach, um, damn, <laughs> that's, wow, that, that's, yeah. that's 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 a good point. I didn't I yeah. didn't know that.
2: Yeah, we um, missed that yesterday. Actually, Maestro. Yeah, that, that, I, I I didn't we, know about it until
1: today. I didn't even oh, okay. hear that until today.
2: Okay, yeah, we we missed that one. Go wow. ahead, Ben.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't know that at all, and I, I got a lot of respect for Tomlin. Um, yeah, just. uh period, the person he is, the coach, everything. And I think um I think he he probably does understand why B hasn't gotten a job. But I think there may be something deeper to this uh BNME not getting a job. Maybe Andy Reid could be on his way out. Andy Reid's like, hey in the next two years this is your job. Like mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't I I mean I, I think obviously he's 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 a black coach and and the minority coaches have not been getting a lot of jobs now this year they, they said it increased, but I think that's just kind of like small numbers that it did, but uh, back to Tomlin, that's a great point. And I think, yeah, uh, yeah tomlin has got to really like look in the mirror, like, what well, what, what have I done to help this cause? And if yeah. he hasn't, then yeah, that's something that, that I think he's got to look at and really consider. Cause I can't really think of uh, very many, minority or, or black coaches on his side. I mean, yeah, they, he,
1: they got a lot of the smaller guys. I mean, Antoine Randall was there for a little bit. Um, Joe uh, Porter was there Joel for a little bit. Porter, area. yeah. He, that, was, that was his token black coach for a while. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, it's not the issue that he doesn't hire black coaches. I, we, I know he hires black coaches. I see him on the sidelines. I know the names. You know, uh, the running back coach, Kirby Island, was there. Um, Like, we've had coaches that were black but um, specifically we just uh, you know gave the OC job to Mac Canada because he was you know a higher within the organization but we interviewed Hugh Jackson and I remember coming on the podcast and saying you know I wouldn't mind having Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson didn't run a terrible offense um, in Cleveland uh, now I I get the whole 0-16 and all those things. He didn't run a terrible offense in Oakland, I don't think. Um, I wanted I wanted Hugh Jackson. That's who I wanted as a uh, OC. Um, I personally, um, and I obviously, you know, well, I ain't going to say it. Tomlin might not never hear it. He might hear it. I don't know how he'd be on the internet. <laughs> Coach Tomlin, my OG, I like to think he the uncle I never had. Um, I want you to hire somebody, man. I want you to hire a black coordinator somehow some way,
2: and I think you said it maestro um and and just for like further context, I think what Shannon and Skip were referring more to was that he hasn't hired a black offensive coordinator or a black defensive coordinator. I don't think they were higher. Um, coaching staff for like position you know coaches wide receiver coach and any of that stuff I don't think they were referring to that I think they was just more referring to the OC and the DC Um, but in in any event I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers um, but I do respect Tomlin and I do think that um, those boys over at Undisputed made a pretty good point that hey um, you know we understand that you know, you feel like Eric bien not, you know, been given this opportunity, but yet if we're talking about guys that have had tenure, like Mike Tomlin has had tenure as a head coach, a black head coach, nonetheless, for so long that you would, you know, you would kind of help, um, make, you know, bring that movement along as far as position coaches, particularly, um, on the defensive side and the offensive side in terms of coordinators.
1: Yeah, I just didn't like the way Shannon Shop is raising his voice talking about my coach. I'm not. he was right. Like he was right. Like, you know, but he was he started raising his voice and all the little bravado like he won, you know what I'm saying? Like he got like he got a real yeah. issue. and yeah, that's um, shame. That's Yeah, for you. but yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the clip on that. Mm-hmm. Um, nah he was, he was being a little, little little too colorful with his voice <laughs> to be talking to my coach like that. Even if you're making a valid point. Calling him out. Yeah, he and, 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 and like I said respectfully, he should he mm-hmm. should be called out. Um, the point that Shannon shop made when he said, Um, you know, you talking about uh hiring coaches uh, hiring black coaches and you part of, you're part of the problem and you're part of the problem for the same reasons that white coach or white organizations or white coach organizations are part of the problem. We just keep saying, Oh, he's not for us. He's not for us. Um, Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Um, He should be, he should hire some coordinators soon. I'd like to think, cause I'd be honest with you. I don't think Matt Canada is going to be there long. I don't think it's going to work out for him. Um, So I, I will be looking forward to a black OC hire, uh, pretty soon, meaning hey, you next season. You got yourself a black
2: quarterback too, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well I'm I'm not gonna speak Haskins, man. Not gonna speak on Haskins, that right now. Dwayne Haskins, baby. I'm not gonna speak on that right now. <laughs> <Wayne> Haskins, <baby. laughs> that right now.
0: Is, hey, that. uh what, what's what's the Big Ben situation since we too since we're
1: talking about the Steelers. Uh he will be a Pittsburgh Steeler for the, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> to the To the I, contract.
1: Yeah, that? and I don't like it. I you know, I, I don't like it. I don't want him to be the quarterback. I I, I would rather uh, find some hell. Give me Jacoby Brissett. You know, you and you ain't got to pay him as much as you got to pay right. uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Give me like I don't. I mean, hell, I don't want Mason Rudolph. But at this stage of the game, if you're not gonna throw the ball down the field, if you're not gonna scheme, if you're not gonna let him throw the ball, or how, whatever the hell. That one thing, one day it's Ben can't throw. It's another day they're not calling plays for him to throw. It, you know. Whatever it is, I think it's, Ben's just old. And yeah. Ben has never been a cerebral, like, he's not a, you know, mentally break down the defense and throw the ball quarterback. He's never been that. So it seems to me that, um, you know, some of that fervor, some of that vigor is leaving uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And it's okay. The Bama's 38, uh, 39 years old. Um, So, I mean – that's yeah. that's reasonable. For, that's reasonable. Everybody can't beat Tom Brady. He don't he don't take care of his body like Tom Brady take care of nah. his body. Nah. Clearly, he, he, that, that he, man gets hit too much, man.
0: Yeah, he de- he definitely not on that TB twelve
1: plan. Yeah, he's for definitely <laughs> not. He's definitely not. Like he tried to slice me, and and let's be clear. Um, and I'm a, and, and Trey, you and Chibs owe me owe me something because. I told y'all he was gonna play all sixteen games uh, this year, and he ended up playing and then throwing more than he's ever thrown. And I told y'all he wasn't gonna miss no games, and he too didn't. bad we didn't bet on anything. Yeah, nah, we we did. We <laughs> too did. bad we <laughs> didn't <laughs> bet on. I, I, so. <laughs> I maybe <laughs> I don't know you, you a damn. Maybe <laughs> maybe you finagled your way out of a. I, I know I know you to do that. So maybe you finagled your way out of a bet. I'll but like I know Chibs. but I know Chibs I know chips
2: did. But, all that chips, man. Yeah, because
1: he started <laughs> using words like uh, uh, "handicap" and all that little, you know, that uh, that shit. I don't know, but I said, look, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I'm a columnist, man. Yeah, You're using them
2: big words, man.
1: Spreads and all that. I don't, I don't know all that. I know that, <laughs> I know that Ben Roethlisberger played all 16 games, and I ain't heard nothing from nobody. Yeah, I, I was calling him to not
0: play all 16 because I, I play fantasy. Yeah, every
1: time, every time I get Big Ben, it's guaranteed he's gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, somewhere around there. But he played the whole year. Played the whole year. And a terrible, uh, well, uh, night and day year, i would say. Yeah, he wasn't terrible in the beginning, but first, first half and second half was two different stories. Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, hey,
2: they they got to get a running game though.
1: Sure. Regardless of who the quarterback is, they got to get a running Man. game. I, I, I never, I, 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 I've been off Connor for like two years. Me, I've been off him. He's, he's for a like goal line. Years. He's your goal okay. line back. I think at best he is a change of pace back. At best, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think he's a number one back. Yeah, I think if we could have held on to Le'Veon, James Conner would be would be right in pocket to the type of running back I think he is.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey Ben, I'm I'm glad you brought up Andy Reid's name a little bit earlier because I, I wanted to. Uh, kind of bring this update on the little girl that was hurt in the car accident by brit reed brit reed who's andy reed's son who was on the kansas city chief's coaching staff and um there were there's reports out there that the little girl who was in a coma and had woken up um is still unresponsive and has to be in a wheelchair for the um foreseeable future and obviously, you know, our thoughts and prayers, you know, go out to her and her family and stuff. Um, but the lawyer of the family has spoken and said that, yo, we want Britt Reed in jail. Like we, we want the worst possible charges for this man. And, and, and I said it when it happened, you know, right before the Super Bowl. And then we kind of sure. recapped it after the fact. Um, Britt Reed should have lost his job right then and there on the spot. Yeah. um but because his contract was running out they decided well let's just wait for his contract to run out and then we're just not you know signing back which i thought was bs but um but yeah that man that man should have been fired right there on the spot um y- your thoughts on all this man because i agree with the lawyer that um the family needs to go after this man as hard as they can
0: yeah yeah it was uh it was shocking to see it. Cause yeah, that was the day, or uh, was that Friday? I think that was I the Friday. It was a Friday, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, Brett Reed, uh, I'm like, first of all, who is that? You know, what happened? And you see the accident and then you see he was drinking. So yeah, if, if I'm that girl's parents, if that was any of our kids, yeah, he needs mm-hmm. to get the fullest yep. extent of the law. Uh, no shortcuts, no, oh, this was his first time. If this girl's gonna be in a in a wheelchair for the foreseeable future, maybe longer than that, I mean that that's that's horrible. I mean, yeah. and I and I think I think it took an effect on on Andy Reid too. Like this, obviously, that's your son. This is a Super Bowl. You got a job to do, but you got to be having mixed emotions thinking about your son, what he did, how is that gonna affect you, how is it gonna affect your family as a whole, and uh, it, it was it was tragic. I mean, you don't want to see anything like that happen something that maybe could have been preventable, um, you, you don't want to see that happen at all. And it—that it, that is definitely going to affect his life. And, yeah, he needs to go to jail. I mean, like, you yeah. don't need to allow this guy just because he is who he is or because he's somebody's son that he gets any, any favors.
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree yeah, no 100%. Doubt.
2: No doubt. Uh, I got one more question for you, Ben. So, of all the teams you root for, which one you think is closest to winning the chip? Hmm. Wow.
0: Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> say that's a hard question because I neither. Neither of them really. Um, <laughs> we, okay, start off with the with the Tar Heels. That, you know, March Madness is coming up. They're not even ranked right now. Duke's not yeah. ranked, so that's that's a rare occurrence. Yeah. So not them. That's um, not the Mavs either. Uh, the Rangers really aren't uh, aren't gonna be making a lot of noise. So I guess you would have to say the Cowboys by default. Uh, Mm -hmm. but they they got to put it all together if they can put it all together yeah this this is what every single uh fan says but if they could put it all together on paper they look like a legit team that could win and at least go to the championship game Mm -hmm. like that's 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 it like going just to the divisional round is over with playing in the wild card and losing like that's 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 old yeah get to the championship game and win I mean, and I think they—if they put it all together on paper—they they could be the ones to do it.
2: Yeah, I agree with you there, man. It's so much easier in the NFL than the other sports to, you know, make a run to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I, I would to get hot there. Yeah, Got to get hot. That's get it. hot right yeah,
1: time. I mean, yeah, uh, on paper, like like you said, on paper, I've been high on the Cowboys in the NFC uh, for about two or three years, and um you know for whatever reason injury shit franchise whatever the reason is um <laughs> Both. They, yeah they haven't been able to put it together but on paper Jerry. man when, yeah <laughs> i mean but when you look at uh when you look at it there when you look at it on paper every single every single year for uh since since the emer- emergence of Dak and you know Ezekiel Elliott um they look like okay they got some pieces to put some stuff together, man. And you know, they haven't. So yeah. And they, they but, got
0: a top pick. They got a top 10 uh, pick this year. So, I mean, like you gotta, this is your opportunity to, to, you gotta
2: probably draft a O-line or or, right. or, mm-hmm. or a corner. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think about those Romo teams, like when Tio was there that one year, they won 13 games. And it was like, yo, that, that team looked like they was going to the Super Bowl, and then they get knocked out in the first round. Yeah, and, and if and
0: bringing in Dan Quinn, I got I got kind of got mixed emotions. But the one thing he was good at when he was a was he was a coach was a DC DC yeah when and in he Seattle helped, right yeah he helped build the Legion of Boom. People said, yep. oh, it was uh I think people have been saying it was Ken Norton or it was somebody else that really mm-hmm. orchestrated it. But I mean, the guy was there, so you know something about defense. Being yeah. yeah, the head coach is a different story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For sure, Word. for
2: Word sure. Up. Hey, so uh, Ben, man, we we appreciate you uh, hopping on here with us for a few minutes, man. Uh, let everybody know where they can reach you at on social media.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, at BS3 Radio, uh, all avenues of social media. Uh, on Facebook, it's my full name, Ben Sutter the Third, and also check out the website bs3radio.com. All the content, all the information is right there.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate you, man, and thanks for doing this, bro. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for having me on. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com.
1: The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's.
0: Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.